So after just coming home from 10 days in Hawaii, like I love Wade's dad, my father-in-law. He's amazing. We stayed with him, but I'm not going to lie. His guest bed mattress freaking sucks. Like we came home and I was like, I cannot wait to starfish on my avocado mattress. I love our mattress so much. And when you think of it, you spend one third of your life sleeping. You spend one third of your life on a mattress. So it is so crucial what you sleep on. Like you're breathing in those fibers and those glues and those whatever is made up of your mattress. Like you want to make sure you're sleeping on something clean. So if you're in the market for a new mattress, we love our avocado mattress. It's organic. It's vegan. It's made of the highest source materials. It's amazing. It's so comfortable. It's literally like sleeping on a cloud. I'm obsessed. We've had it for like three years and we've told so many friends about it. It's the best. And they even have like baby mattresses and crib mattresses and stuff like that. So definitely check it out in the show notes. If you are in the market for a mattress, you will sleep like a baby. Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. I am looking forward to chatting on this topic because this is something that every single person deals with. And it's kind of a perspective shift on how you look at it. So today's topic is about, it is an investment, not an expense, right? It might seem like a sacrifice or an expense to achieve X, Y, Z, but it's actually an investment in your health, in your business, in your family, in your relationship, whatever that might be. So what comes up for you? Yeah, I think, I think overall the topic of it's easy we do what's easy, life will be hard. We do what's hard, life will be easy. It's easy to think about things as sacrifice your time or an expense, your money. And it's harder to think about them as an investment. If you're, let's say, building a business, you sacrifice time and energy up front. You certainly do. No matter what business it is, no matter what business model it is, there's energy and time and money actually sacrifice or expenses, right? It's easy to think, oh my gosh, this costs this, this costs that. Oh my gosh, I'm spending so much time building this. But when we can start to kind of flip the script and really flip our mindset to think I'm investing my time in building this business, I'm investing time. I might not see immediate returns, but it's an investment of my time to build a business that can bring me to the life of my dreams. Or I'm investing in myself, Instead of the expense or the sacrifice of like, oh my gosh, I got to, I, I know we were just talking about going to in-person conferences, like, oh, it costs this, flights, travel time, I'll be away from my friends and family and whatever and all the, my normal life. If you think about it as an expense or a sacrifice or how much it's going to cost or you're sacrificing, you're probably not going to get as much out of it when you start to think of it as an investment, like, wow, this conference could be life-changing for me. Like this conference, I could, my business, I could take my business to the next level. I could take myself to the next level, personal development, anything that grows you 
we need to start thinking about as an investment, whether it's health, business, relationships, anything. Totally. On that example of, for example, like a, a conference for your work or investing in a personal development type thing, like with our conference for work, I've had so many conversations with people on this topic of kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Like, we'll see when it gets closer, um, type of attitude, you know? And then with their business, they're like, we'll see where it goes. I'm like, I can tell you exactly where it's going to go. Actually. Um, your business is going nowhere if you don't invest in it. Right. So with our conference, there's like all these stats that come out that are like on average, if you go to these types of events, you, the people that have attended in the past are 4.3 times more likely to earn like they're, they earn 4.3 times more in commissions, in, you know, bonuses, overrides, whatever it might be. Like if you reframe it and think, if I go to this conference, is it worth, is it worth it to me to go to this conference to make 4.3 times more in overrides, bonuses, and commissions? Would you think about it differently? Or would you think about it differently if you framed it as, wow, you know, in prior years of conferences, people that went saw a 41% increase in their business. 41% increase. Like if I framed it like, is it worth it to you to spend the upfront cost to go to this to see a 41% increase in your business? If growth is not a goal, do not come. If growth is a goal, come, right? So I just wanted to highlight that because I think it's a simple reframe of thinking of everything that you do, if it's aligned with a greater goal of, you know, growing your business or whatever it might be. Are my actions aligned with what I say that I want, right? Because we've learned you don't listen to what people say. You watch that they do what they do. I have so many people say that they want X, Y, Z, but I watch what they do because that's truly what they want, right? Another example in our family um, with our uh, situation we're doing right now with our gentle sleep training with our daughter, that was an investment in multiple ways. And it, it was an investment like a financial investment. It was a time investment, right? We were on a strict 14 day, basically have to be home every night to take her through that routine. So she recognizes, Oh, I'm getting nursed. Oh, I'm getting my bath. Oh, mommy and daddy are singing this certain song. Dad's reading me a book, like taking her through that routine. So she recognizes that it would have been so easy to, I shouldn't say so easy, but we could have stuck with what we were doing. Just mm-hmm. kind of like going with the flow every day is yeah. different. I don't want to have to like be home at certain times or whatever. Cause our life is like lifestyle. It's we, we can be anywhere doing anything. We can travel, we can go anywhere. There's a level of freedom there. And then it's like, Oh, we have to be home for nap time at 10 AM and 3 PM and home for bedtime is at 7 PM. So it's like, it's very regimented. And in this two weeks of sleep training, it's actually pretty rigid. Like there's not this like free flow and like, I'll just do whatever. We'll make up for it some other time. It's like, no, we need to set these habits in place and set the tone. And that is like against our lifestyle of like very free flowing and doing whatever we want, whenever we want. But because we've invested in that, like we're on day eight now and our daughter has slept through the night the past two nights. High five, babe. Yeah. Heck yeah. Hours. We woke up at 5 a.m. today and we're like, oh my gosh, we feel so good. Yeah. We missed her so much. She sleeps seven to seven now. And that was a result of our investment, right? Our time investment, our energy investment, our financial investment, our commitment to each other. Like, okay, there's going to be events that we committed to that we have to say, Hey, I know we committed to this. We have to actually reschedule where our family is focused on something else right now. So it's, 
being brave enough, being bold enough to whatever it is. I'm, I'm giving you different examples. I'm giving you the work example or your business example. I'm giving you the, you know, sleep training example, whether it's in your marriage, your relationship, your family, your children, whatever it is, like, what are you investing in? And are you thinking of it as an investment or are you thinking of it as a sacrifice? Like, oh my God, I had to cancel all these things. I had to move everything around to accommodate my daughter's sleep schedule. No, this was a two week investment. There's a two week really focused time in our family life to set her up for success because the truth is structure creates freedom, right? If we don't create the structure, our family won't have freedom. We will continue to be woken up 10 times a night with her co-sleeping in bed with us. Don't get me wrong. We love that chapter mm-hmm. of, of parenthood, so but it came to a point this where we were like, is gonna be even better though. it came to a point where we were like, man, like we have to, you know, Sleep however you look fully. at it, sacrifice or invest in making these switches so that our family can sleep. Yeah. So let's look at things like, let's look at both sides. So a mindset, let's go with a scarcity mindset. Let's just use scarcity and abundant abundant mindsets because it kind of applies to this. A scarcity mindset says, oh my gosh, a sleep coach costs this and I'm going to have to sacrifice, like Sandy said, these nights and these days and certain things and I'm not going to lie. I was not even close to as productive last week doing sleep training with Cam as a typical productive week. in your work, in my work. Yes. So but sorry you were the most that. badass dad of all time. Yes. And so it, the scarcity mindset says it costs this. I'm going to have to sacrifice all these things versus the investment mindset says, you know what? This two weeks isn't going to be easy. It's going to be different. There's going to be change. As we talked about last week, the only thing's definite in life is change. But on the other side of this two week investment of my time and energy and of, of quote unquote sacrificing, not going to the events or different things, we're going to have a well-adjusted daughter that has humans and especially children and babies thrive off of routine that all of a sudden has a sleeping routine. And she now knows how to soothe herself and put herself to sleep. And it's going to create structure in our life thereafter, which is going to create freedom. It's going to create more sleep for us. And that is going to make us more productive. So that's what the abundant investment mindset says. Let's also think about Sandy's conference example she brought up. First, if you haven't been to a personal development conference or something or a sales conference, like something to grow you as a person, you're missing out. You're staying stagnant. You're kind of drifting through life. So whether you're in a company that does annual conferences or not, like going to a Tony Robbins type event or something like that can wildly change your life. However, it really depends how you look at it. Scarcity says oh my gosh, I have to pay this to go to that, this expense. Scarcity says the time and the time away and I'm going to be totally out of my routine and whatever. And am I really... have to get time off work to go to that? I have to get time off work or I have to take vacation days or... And what am I really going to get out of it? Like that's scarcity. Abundant or investment mindset says, you know what? I'm investing this much. It's a write-off, a business write-off. And this is an opportunity. I could 10x the, the cost or the investment of this. I could 100x, like me becoming more skilled or my belief or my mindset, or I might have make one connection that makes it so worthwhile, like abundant or investment mindset says, I'm going to invest my time, energy, and money to go to that. And who I'm going to be on the other end of that conference is going to be even greater. And Sandy brought up the stats. This is for our specific conference, but it's like, 
you earn four, five X in the coming year, what those that don't, you know, go to the conference. Are you kidding me? Like it's, that's actual data of like financial data, which is amazing. But let's also think about, let's reflect on our past. Mm-hmm. What are things in our life that we might've at the time looked of as a sacrifice or expense, but ended up being an investment or something where now hindsight's 2020, but go forward. It's like, Whoa, that was an investment or going forward. Like, Whoa, that's an investment. Um, I can think of so many. What do you think of first? The first one that comes up is, you know, when we were doing long distance and I lived in California and you were in Boston, Mm I would, this is what I thought too. I would refer to that more as sacrifice typically. That is my scarcity mindset. That was a hard chapter of my life. But looking back at it now, like, I think it's so crucial to move away and get out of your comfort zone. Like what I learned about myself, Mm. the people that I met, like I made some of my best friends during that time, you know, like I met Emily Loftus. Mm. If you guys have never heard that interview, oh my God. Like there, that was such a powerful chapter of my life and it really solidified for me, like that I can take risks and that I'm brave and that I always figure it out. And it was a scary chapter because I didn't know what was coming next. I didn't have work lined up. I, you know, I had people, friends being like, so what's your plan? And I'm like, uh, I don't really have one, but that was like, looking back, I'm so grateful for it because it was the beginning of us. Like it set the foundation of us. I was thinking this exact thing in that at the time, it probably also felt like a sacrifice. Yeah. Um, and I sold my business. Even though the reason you did it, though. I sold my business. You sold your business. Country. You grew up in, in South Orange County, maybe like the best location ever, like as far as weather and, you know, lifestyle in the U.S. It's like, it's awesome. And that's everything you knew. You picked up your life. You sold your business. You moved to Boston, a big city, like totally different, like and it felt like sacrifice because it's so hard that change. There's four seasons. Wintertime in Sandy was was a that's a whole new. She's like, what is this? Is I haven't seen the sun in five days. So it felt like that sacrifice. But if you think about it, the reason you did it, you were investing. You're investing in us. You're investing in a relationship. And so your why was actually an investment, even though on the surface it felt like a sacrifice on the cold, hard winter days. You were like at odd jobs because we were only there for a year. You couldn't, you know, start a new career there necessarily at that point in time in your life. Nowadays, everything's virtual and so on. But it was, it was hard and it's easy to look at it like a sacrifice. Now, Sandy's years removed and can look at it as an investment now. And what I'll say, like the growth in Sandy from that was huge. It was my, like the ability to go move somewhere new with, you know, no one other than me pretty much mm-hmm. and go meet people and try new things and meet new people and culture and experience. You're now better off. You're now, a, a, I would say a better person because you could go to a new place now and be like, Oh, I've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Like, I know this isn't going to be easy or it's all how I look at it, but you made that in- investment, that, that, investment mindset is now like, yeah, I think about that too. That's what I thought about. That was like a big one for us. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. What else do we got? I would say um, our premarital counseling. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was um, twice a week for six months leading up to marriage. And I'm a finance guy and I'm like, we had a really good, strong foundation. We had a good relationship. When you think about counseling, you think about it as like, help, right? Like I got to fix something that's broken or my man brain does that. And I'm like, wait, I have to pay for a counselor when we're already well off and like whatever 
my brain was expense, sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Why are we doing this? My grandma like was like, guys, before you get married, will you please for me? Do premarital counseling. And, and she's like, so cute. She's Shout so out to cute. Bobby. Shout like, out Bobby J. Bobby J. Oh my God, she's what, 95? Yeah. And she told us, like her and how we were married for over 50 years. What? Uh, Way more. Yes, 70. 70 years? Yeah. Wow. And she told us, like her secret to a long marriage, there was two things. She said, you must get premarital counseling and you, you must compromise and do things that the other person likes. And she's mm -hmm. like, you know, Howie and I used to play tennis. And when I couldn't play tennis anymore, we started kayaking together. And like, she's like, you have to do things oh, together so and cute. you have to compromise on things. And like, if something is important to your partner, you have to get to a space where you honor that. And so she was like huge on premarital counseling and yeah, Wade was kind of like, I don't think we need this kind of from that scarcity mindset. Right. I was like, like, we're already good. Why would I pay for something we don't need? And yeah. what I, after hindsight's 2020, what an investment it was because I realized therapy or, uh, anything like that yeah. counseling isn't necessarily fixing what's broken. It's, it it's can be that, but it's investing in yourself. Yep. It's building your foundation, or maybe there's a crack in your foundation and counseling or therapy is looking to remove or fill that gap, you know, whatever it's, it's improving yourself. It's investing in yourself. And so now looking back, I'm like, Oh my gosh, everyone should do premarital counseling. Yeah. It's so smart. Yeah. But that, you know, that it's such a good topic. I, and I think it's easier now to look back on the past, mm -hmm. but now moving forward, when we go to make decisions, let's look at that lens. Oh my gosh, this business coach costs X. That's another one I think of mm. like Sandy hired a business coach and we made a family decision. Is that last year? Mm. Yeah. Last year there's $50,000. Like my brain immediately goes to expense. I was like, and me five years ago, that would have just been a hard, no, never, not even non-negotiable talking about it. But now, you know, I trust Sandy and we've grown together and it was still like, this is probably dumb on paper to spend 50,000 on this, but I trust her and I want to empower her and like, let's do it. And so we came to, this is an investment, easy to think about the 50,000 and it just being an expense. And you know what, to this day, we can't even say that that exact coaching has provided an ROI or return on investment. Like, oh, we've made 200 because of that 50, but we hold the mindset of that relationship, what was learned, the skills, certain things like over time, over a lifetime, there'll certainly be an ROI above 50,000. It still can be a hard pill to swallow for a, a big, you know, check or whatever. But I think moving forward now it's that lens of when you feel the scarcity or the expense or the lack or the sacrifice let's step back when I say let's, I mean, all of us, including myself and be like, where is this an investment though? Where is this going to improve me? How will this make me better? And I think looking through that lens going forward is something I know I'm going to strive to do. I love that. So hopefully this has you reflecting a little bit and thinking through like, okay, what have I been thinking about as a sacrifice or as an expense? And you know what? Another example we didn't even talk about is health. It's oh a my huge gosh, one. People yeah. will be like, I don't want to spend money on organic. organic. It's so much more expensive. A 30 it's like, days program, a health coach, like no way. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's an investment. You might spend a little bit more upfront, but you're not spending money on the back end, right? You're like investing if you're, in your health. Yeah. Like, if you're always 
doing drive-throughs and eating non-organic oh, and you're gonna soda. Pay. You're going to pay for it. You're going to pay in the later in life, right? We'll pay too as taxpayers. We're going to pay for your sickness, but yeah. Yes. I think also too you're paying. You what you, you don't realize the hidden costs when you go get McDonald's or something that doesn't fuel you. You're paying your energy. You're paying your your mental health. You're paying feeling good. You're paying so many things. If when you fuel your body, you might actually pay a little more dollars and maybe not. It all depends on you, but you're going to feel good. You're going to be more productive. You're going to be more loving. You're going to be more happy, more kind. You're going to be better in the marketplace. You're probably going to make more money. And versus if you go, you know, eat crappy, you're going to give up those things. You aren't looking at the hidden expenses. So every time you eat is, am I sacrificing or investing here? When I eat something healthy, I'm investing in myself. When I eat something bad, I'm pro- I'm sacrificing my health. But, you know, maybe I'm at the bar with the boys getting some beers. And I'm like, but I'm investing in my relationships and, and mental health and having a good time. Now, there's a time and place for that, of course. But overall, do, do the health program, hire the coach, do the retreat, do the whatever it is, like invest in yourself and your health. Because when you do and you compound it on a day-to-day basis, you're the investment is going to add up, right? Versus the expense of in the long run of sickness and all the things. But that's, that's another great example. So good. I think that's all we got. Yeah. I hope this inspired you, brought something up for you. Please send this to a friend or a family member or someone that needs to hear this. And we are so grateful for you for being a loyal listener. We've been doing this podcast now for over a year and a half. We have almost 200 episodes. We record every single week. We give you guys two episodes a week. And this is a passion project that we, we just love to pour our hearts out. We love to share what's on our mind and heart and share from our experiences and hopefully, you know, our learning experiences and our life lessons can help you. We love paying it forward. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for subscribing, for listening, for sharing. If you love getting magnetic and you have not yet rated or reviewed us on Apple, please do that. That is an amazing way that you can pay it forward. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And wishing you a beautiful Wednesday. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, You are magnetic.